Welcome, and thanks for tuning in to the Chosen Generation Ministries podcast. Our prayer is that the word you hear today will empower you and equip you so that you can advance spiritually, physically, and in every other area of your life. Enjoy the word. Okay. Um, yeah. So I want to talk to you. Let me just set this up. I want to talk to you about something that's really vitally important, and that is your covenant relationship with God, okay? Um, having one and making sure it's intact, because if you don't, you will feel the effects of the challenges of this world in this season. So what I want to do, I want to be an advocate for you, and I want to help connect you back firmly in the seat of your proper place in God, all right? So we're going to use the, the form of covenant. And uh, when you're talking about covenant, you're looking at, you know, a lot of theologians preach it differently, and a lot of them say, uh, now that we're in the New Testament, there's only one full covenant. There's no such thing of a one full covenant. It's a two-fold covenant. Always was, always will be. Amen. Relationship is twofold. Never ever let nobody bewitch you in thinking that relationship is onefold. Amen. God have an expectation for the church. And let me say this case, I don't say it again. The new covenant says something like this. This new covenant the Mosaic covenant, they fail. But rather this covenant, I'm going to write my law on the tablets of your heart, not your forehead or your hand, but I'm going to write it in your inward parts. So it will become our nature. Are you hearing me? Don't be deceived by the teaching today that suggests God has done it all and your part is irrelevant. That's the biggest lie that ever can hit the church. Amen. Look at somebody and shout, I want to go to heaven. <laughs> Look at somebody else and say, I don't know about you, but I want to go to heaven. I, preacher, don't play with my soul. Come on, tell me. Say, preacher, tell me the truth. Say, preacher, even if it hurt me, tell me the truth. At least I know. Tonight, Father God, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for your word. We just pray, Lord, for a manifestation of your goodness and your grace. Lord, towards us, give understanding. Speak to their heart. Lord, let not the words that you speak tonight fall to the ground. Lord, as I deny myself, step forward and speak to the hearts of your people. Strengthen them, encourage them. Let them know, Lord, that you are with them, you are for them, not against them. Lord, and uh, Father, confirm the covenant that you made with us in Jesus' name. We bind the devil, we bind the power of the wicked one in Jesus' name. Satan, the Lord rebuke you in Jesus' name. God, give clarity, freedom, and joy in this room in Jesus' name. Amen. Be, may be seated in the presence of the Lord tonight. 
Uh, I'm not sure where I want to start tonight, so, so just bear with me. I, t I told myself I will teach t this tonight. Um, let's deal with covenant for a little while and the importance of covenant. And uh, first of all, let's deal with a light, generic version of, of uh, covenant. Um, a covenant signifies a mutual or it is a mutual understanding between two parties which bind or each uh, binding himself to fulfill specific uh, obligations. A legal contract, this is a premature uh, uh, definition of uh, God-type covenant, binding agreement or written agreement. It's also referred to a solemn agreement uh, to do or not to do a certain thing. Um, to put it more in uh, proper order, you want to look at covenant or compare God's covenant to the church almost uh, in a sense of marriage. Uh, but, but it's more, even more uh, deeper than a marriage. Uh, looking at the abundance of God and who he is and the kind of integrity that God has and the kind of God he is. Amen. Uh, when God uh, makes a, 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 a get ready to bless somebody or put his favor on one's life, God never, he will not, he absolutely will not have dealings with a man or a woman without having a covenant with them. And I need you to understand because that's not how God rolled. God is not the type of God that he'll, he'll hit and quit. He'll go and come. Amen. God, when God get ready to uh, come, he come knowing who he is in the fullness. God is, he's, he's committed. He's devoted. Amen. He's loyal. Amen. He, 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 he's, he's loving. He's, he's a, he's crowned king. He's, he got a lot to give. And, and if he's going to come to a man, praise the Lord, he must come with a covenant because God does not come and go. He's not into one night stands and God, God, when he comes, he comes to abide. He come to live there. He come to exist forever. Praise the Lord. He, he come with making dedications. and He come with you being committed and devoted to him and giving up something. Amen. For what he have to give. Amen. So when you're talking about covenant with God, people take it so lightly. I'm in a covenant with God and you don't even know what you're talking about. Amen. Some of us got saved and don't even honor our covenant. Uh, amen. Our saved commitments to the Lord. Let's go to Genesis Twelve and one. Don't worry, I'm going to read it. It says, now the Lord hath said unto Abram. I want you to listen closely because I want to explain to you the breakdown or the backdrop behind covenant. It's important that you hear this. And it's more so important that you see this. So it says this. 
It says, now the Lord had said unto Abram, he said, get thee out of thy country. He said, I need you to leave your surroundings before God make a covenant with a man. He sanctifies the man. And then he consecrate the man. Listen, you have to be first sanctified. Many of us have not even crossed that part. For he says, come apart from the world. And great things will I show you. So he says, Get thee out of that country and from your kindred. In essence, he's saying, get from among those things which you are familiar with. You, you, you cannot remain the same. You, when, when you make it or walking into a covenant with God, listen, I, I'm not talking about being a church member. I, I'm, I'm really going to help you. For those of you who are really interested in walking into a higher dispensation in the Lord, amen, please pay, pay attention because I'm really giving you the formula right here. I might not hoop at you, but I'm, I'm really giving you the formula. He said, get from among your kindred the people that you are accustomed to, the, the people that you used to hang with, the people, the, the lifestyle that you used to have. He said, get beyond that. He said, forsake all. He said, I need you to turn your back, thank you, completely on everything, amen, in your life. I want to ask a real question to many of you tonight. What have you forsaken since you got saved? When you really got saved, did your life really change? Or are you still holding on the things that you used to hold on and doing the things that you used to do? Praise the Lord, when I, when, when I got saved, I, I understood principle. Praise the Lord, if you give your life to somebody that that literally mean your life no longer belongs to you amen if i give something to you that means i have no more say over it and i have to uh, submit to whatever you decide to do with it amen because i rendered it over unto you so therefore guess what when god tells you to do something you must do what he asks you to do unless you're not all his He said, get thee out of thy country and away from all your entanglements. He said, Abraham, and from thy father's house, and unto a land I will show thee, and I will make thee, uh, I will make of thee a great nation, and I will, listen at this, bless thee, and make thee thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. He said, you shall not just be blessed. He said, but you shall be a blessing. Church, look at your life and ask yourself, am I truly a blessing or am I fooling myself? Either you got it or you don't. Ain't no need of trying to pretend you got something God did not put on you. Making up blessings. Going out buying cars you can't pay for. Going out living in lavishing lifestyles you can't live in yet. 
because God didn't release his favor on your life at this time. Oh, you got all kind of stuff in the church. Buying Mercedes Benz just because you got approved. That's not a blessing. That's a curse. Knowing you can't pay no high Mercedes Benz car note. He said, I will bless you. After Abraham, you have done this. He said, the blessing does not come yet. People thought he got the blessing right here, but he didn't. He said, Abraham, I'm giving you instructions. If you want me, he said, first of all, sanctify yourself. Come from among them. He said, come from among the heathen. Quit straddling the fence. He said, I want you blessed. He said, but if you're going to be blessed, you've got to stop straddling the fence. You've got to stop, praise the Lord, going where you used to go. Amen. Lead them old people alone. Lead them soul ties where you left them and let me untie your soul. Some of, some of y'all need to get free from people in your life amen that drug dragging you down to the pit of hell come on somebody my god we god is trying to separate you he's trying to sanctify you he's trying to purge you he told him as a symbolic uh, 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 symbolically he said come from among the pagans the heathens he said leave that place i got something to show you I got a new land and upon that land I'm going to make my covenant with me and thee. I need you to hear this. He said and I will bless them that blesses thee. I will curse him that curse you. He said you do not have to go around and say God going to get you. He said you ain't got to go around saying God going to fix you because you came against me. No, no, no. No, you ain't got to say none of that stuff. When people wrong me, I don't got, I don't got to go uh, my mouth in them and cursing them. Amen. If you got blessing on you, they automatically, uh, automatically cursed if they curse you. And if the blessing is really on you, if they bless you, their house is blessed. Ain't it funny? I just want you to think about it. Ain't it funny how the church is not operating in that? Our enemies prosper. They are very successful. <laughs> the church's enemies. Something is wrong. You know what it is? We're not in the covenant right. We're not in God's system correctly. You ain't got to fight your battles. God, the enemy will be coming to your doorstep. God will send a diversion just because he's, his hand is on your life. Evil shall not befall thee. Thousands shall fall at thy side. Ten thousand at thy right hand. But it shall not come thy dwelling. Because I'm with you. My hand is upon your life. He that dwelleth in the secret place. He talking about a man with a covenant. A man who abide. 
a man who who hear from divine, a man and or, or anybody of that sort will hear from the be led by the Spirit. Are y'all hearing me? He says, so Abraham departed. Let me go back. And it says, in this, in verse 3, and in this shall all families of the earth be blessed through the covenant of Abraham. Who's blessed through your covenant? I want to really ask you that question. Who's blessed through your covenant? Well, I minister to people on the phone. You know, I got a phone ministry. I pray the Lord. And I, I sometime to time, they send me some uh, 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 offering every now and then. I'm not talking about that. Who's blessed through your covenant? Who's blessed by just being in your presence? Verse 4 goes immediately into his departure. But how many know he had to untie himself? He had to make some decisions in his life. Some of y'all been saved a good while. You've been saved a good while. But it's time to make some new decisions in your life. And, and, and trust me, your flesh going to fight it. He did not want to leave his kindred. Everything he knew, everything that surrounded him, he was familiar with. And you mean to tell me, you want me to turn my back on everything I've ever known and follow you? Is that what you're telling me? Yes, that's what God was telling him. And Abram had to make a valid decision in spite of how I feel, in spite of how it hurts me. I'm going to have to make a decision to do it God's way. It won't be popular. People won't understand me. It will be frustrating. My flesh would be because I'm not I'm not familiar to walking in this kind of direction. You, you don't understand how difficult it is to leave all you know. People that have been swamped. Some of y'all church folk, praise the Lord, is in a place where God is calling you out. I'm calling you out of this place of mediocrity into a place of discipline where you can hear God. That's why many of us don't hear God because we ain't disciplined. We ain't structured. We got to be led. <laughs> I got to be led. I'm not led by the Spirit. P please. Get on your knees. Call on God. Sanctify yourself. Tear yourself away from this world. Say, God, I'm ready for a move of God. I'm ready for difference. I don't want to look like you, church. I don't want to act like the today's church. I want to be different. You can see people 
and look at people and know they've been with God. The way they carry themselves, the way they act, the way they talk, how disciplined they are, the way they move, and their presence is so pleasant. It's not awkward. It's not like two magnets bumping together. It's a delight to be in their presence. Do anybody know anybody like that? Oh, it's just so nurturing just being in a conversation with you. People that have been with God, they are disciplined. So Abraham departed. Please hear this. As the Lord has spoken, he made a decision. I'm choosing to do it God's way. I'm choosing this. I'm making a decision. I want you to make a decision while I'm talking to affirm your covenant with God because everybody that's saved under the sound of my voice, you got a, uh, a part of the covenant to uphold. You got something to do that God is expecting out of you and some of us don't even take our covenant to a higher level. Praise the Lord. We don't, we don't write the fine print. Amen. We don't get into a relationship with God enough for God to speak to us download in our hearts and our spirit the do's and the don'ts amen who, 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 who was it Samson he said Samson what I got for you I'm making a covenant with you he said I don't want you to cut your hair he said don't lay a razor to your head he said if you do he said the covenant, the covenant is going to be severed amen and that as long as he had hair amen he had power Many of us don't know the details to our own covenant. What makes you strong? What makes you endure? What makes you powerful? What makes you anointed? You don't even know. Everybody got a secret. Everybody's supposed to have a secret. And guess what? And the fact you don't know what it is, that's a fact you ain't, you ain't, you ain't separated yourself and sanctified yourself for the master's use. Because God's people, who's he in covenant with, they are disciplined. Hey, stop here. Go into this place right here. You don't even know where you're going. I'm not talking about the preacher. I'm talking about the, the disciplined covenant individual. Amen. Amen. Go into this place. Say this to that, that lady, that man. How many know what I'm talking about? I walked into a place. The Lord said, turn here. I'm walking past a lady in the hallway. God said, stop. He said, turn around and tell that lady. He said, tell that lady. He said, if she don't stop and listen to her mama, he said, in three months, she's going to be pregnant. Stupid as I was, I turned around and I said, hey, girl. I said, the Lord said, if you don't start listening to your mama, 
And because I obeyed God, he told me her mama was an evangelist. I said, your mama is an evangelist. And I said, she's been telling you, leave that boy alone. And I said, you refuse to do it. He's going to mess up your life, and you're going to end up pregnancy. I almost sound like her daddy at that point. <laughs> Saw her six months later. Later, she had a belly full. One day I was in a coffee room pouring, pouring coffee. A lady uh, 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 just walked into the room. I looked at her and I said, yo mama, I said, if you don't give your heart to the Lord, some of y'all going to disagree with what I say, but I don't care. I said, if you don't give your heart to the Lord, I said, there's a day coming it's real soon. I said, your mama is going to have brain cancer. And I said, if you be saved, I said, God is going to heal her from brain cancer. That year, she came running down the hallway in panic, screaming her mama got brain cancer. I got stories. I can go on and on telling you about stuff that happened down through the years. People of God, in this hour, he want to set a blaze of revival at Walmart. He want to move of God at Target. He wants somebody who's disciplined enough to hear from the Holy Ghost. God says, I'll put boldness in you. I'll put strength in you. I'll put confidence in you. I'll release unto you a, a, a move of God. God want to do something in the earth, but he got to do it through his people. You can't just be saved walking like this. God is looking for people in covenant with him. Everybody's saved now. That's why everybody don't got power. Here y'all walking around here, praise the Lord, submitting to that spirit that does not put a pressure on the believer to walk like Christ, to act like Christ, to move like Christ, to seek for the manifold wisdom of God. I'm tired of the church being powerless. We need an anointing if we're going to change something. We need power if we're going to change something. All this chaos that's going around in the nation, the church, got to go back to prayer. Maybe we'll come back to some faith and start believing God for the, 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 the antidote against coronavirus, against cancer, tumors. We got to go back to our foundation. ain't leaning on Jesus. I'm not against you wearing gloves. I'm not against you wearing a mask. I'm not against none of those things. But you better believe at the end of the day who's going to stop you from getting all of, uh, taking your life, these viruses and these diseases that's coming upon the land and all of this economical uh, difficulties coming upon the land, it ain't going to hit me because the blood is in my house. Oh, Bishop, so-and-so got it. Well, if she under a covenant, she ain't going to die by it. Why? Why? Because I'm activating the principle. Yeah. 
oh, I'm praying to God. No, I'm activating the principle. They, they're, they're, they're compromised within themselves. Well, I'm activating the principle. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Folks, either you're going to stand for what God stands for or you're not. Either God can or he can't. Which one you're choosing to believe? The church is iffy. The enemy have beat the church up so bad they're in question about God's power. Ooh. We're not sure that he's able to keep us. We're not sure that he's able to heal us. We're not sure that he can rise under such pressure, under the darkness that's upon the land. You ain't got to say amen because I know what's in the spirit, in the heart of the, the people of God. But praise the Lord, God has got somebody. He's got some ignorant somebody that's going to raise up and say, Lord, if they don't believe you, I'm going to believe you. I'm going to walk in your power. I'm going to walk in authority. I'm going to walk in dunamis power. I'm going to reign with the authority of the Holy Ghost. I won't be afraid of a devil, of a demon, of a crisis that comes my way. I'll stand to the occasion and I'll declare the blood stained better. Do I have a church in here that believes that God can? He can do anything. He can heal your body. He can save your loved ones. He can fix your money. He can fix your finances. He can pay your bills. He can feed you when you're hungry. When there's a famine in the land. He can somehow give you groceries when you didn't buy none. He can pay your bills when you don't got no money. I'm talking about the God that we serve, that we preach about every Sunday. There's a true living God who sits on the throne and he is high and lifting up somebody. He is high and lifting up. Somebody said he's dead. I serve notice on you. He's not dead. He's still alive. It's quiet. Why the Lord ain't saying nothing? Because you ain't saying nothing. Why the church is silent? God got some ignorant pastors, preachers, prophets, evangelists that's willing not to be muzzled, neither muted by this community, by this nation, neither bullied. But God is raising up some Holy Ghost filled believers that's going to decree and declare and prophesy on national television what thus said the Lord. And God is going to back them up with signs and wonders. You're going to watch this thing come to pass. If I be a man of God, God is going to raise the church back up with power and demonstration and authority and healing. The church got the answer. The church got the victory. Shout hallelujah. I'm trying not to preach. But I believe God is trying to tell you something. If you do not get on the boat. You're going to drown. 
get your behind Again, we want to thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this message, share us on your social media page with friends and family. We want the word to spread so that more and more will come into the knowledge of God for themselves. Again, thanks for listening.